Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. On your home for the best Ravens coverage. It's time for News from the Nest with Vinny and Haney. Sponsored by Hillside Lawn Service, the experienced lawn care specialists. 1057 The Fan. Vinny and 105.7 The Fan. Victory Monday. Bob Haney, Vinny Serrato, Nolan McGraw, other side of the glass. Ravens 38-6 over the Detroit Lions. A dismantling of a team that had come in in first place. One of the hottest teams in football. It was a mismatch, as we talked about, before we get to Lamar and John Harbaugh and the rest. Let's get out to the phones. We'll start this hour off in East Baltimore with Derek. Derek, thanks for holding. Welcome to Vinny and Haney here on this Victory Monday. Afternoon, Bob. Good afternoon, man. What's hey, up, Derek? man? How you guys doing, man? Good. All right. All right. Cool, cool. Dang, Bob, I missed you yesterday, man. I was down at the stadium early too, man. I didn't see, I ain't see you at the pregame. I got That's there. Good. What you? Okay. I was at uh, Brew Brothers until eleven. Then I walked down to uh, Austin and Sharp Street, and oh, I and yeah, I was yeah. whining too because my ankle hurt. Yeah, I was I was whining like a baby. Oh yeah, I got you, man. Yeah, I was down at about ten, man. I, I had to. No, get it, get up what you want, Damien. Get down Yeah, there. I think uh, the Cleveland game, we might run it back, believe it or not. Oh, sure. sure. Uh, oh, I'll cool, let you cool. know. Yeah. Sure. Cool. Awesome. Yeah, but, um, Bob, you was right, man. It was a thousand Detroit fans there. But I'm going to tell you what. Before that game was over with, man, my section, man, we was giving them the blues, man. We was just giving them the, you know, the. You know, the goodbye song, you know, every time he walked out, you know, he's got flipped a couple birds, but it's all good. But um, anyway, <laughs> uh, the game was uh, absolutely awesome, man. Um, I'm going to tell you what, and even uh, Coach Campbell, um, you know, pretty much said the same thing I said. Cause I remember I called in not too long ago and I said that Lamar is still one of the most, is still the most dangerous quarterback in the NFL. And Dan Campbell said as much. That kick can play ball man when he's on when he's on his game like he was yesterday mm-hmm. he's the most dangerous quarterback in the nfl man yeah and i mean his ability man to just get out of those sacks extend plays yep. and the biggest difference in his game this year is he's if if that was lamar two three years ago three years ago he would have just took off now he's just buying time finding just waiting for guys to get open for him and he's delivering accurate passes man and it, and Van, even you can attest it is just seeing him as a passer from his rookie year till now. I mean, it's not even close. No, it's not even close. I mean, man, just man, just an awesome win for the team, man. It really hey, is. Hey, what was the what was Suggs's halftime thing like? Oh, it was awesome. Oh, it was I recorded the whole thing, man. Suggs was great. Um, the crowd was up, man. You know, of course, he had all the uh, the other uh, ring up on the guys there. You know, um, it's great, man, with Todd Heat come because we, you know, we still get the the heat. You know, 
you know, when everybody hollers out heat for them and everything. But it was awesome. And they were so giving out trinkets too, right? They were, yeah. So they gave out the Suggs trinkets. They gave that to everybody. Yep, everybody got one of those. We got one of those. And uh, I'm going to tell you, um, the weather, man, was really nice in the stadium, man. Like the sun was shining the whole time in the stadium. So we didn't really feel the wind. I guess the wind was – I mean, I know the wind was a factor on the field, but – Man, we was in the stands, man. We I, I couldn't fail it, man. And I was like really like close to the uh to the field, but man, it was just an awesome day, man. Now did awesome Suggs time. did Suggs come out? Did they introduce the defense he and did. then Suggs come out and do his thing? He did. So he came okay. out, you know, he came out with the shield. He had the Ravens shield. And then uh he showed off his Ravens Super Bowl ring. He put that in the camera, you know, and um and then when he came out for a speech, you know, he just pretty much said that uh you know, he just thanked the crowd. He just hoped that he lived up to the expectation, which he, you know, absolutely did. He's a, I mean, in my opinion, a first ballot Hall of Famer, but he's in there. I mean, man, it was, oh, yeah, no doubt. And I mean, but it was just a, it was, a, but I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I want to give somebody some love to you before I leave real quick. I want to give some love to Brandon Stevens, man, because mm-hmm. this is what his third year now. And, uh, he, Man, he's he's playing really, really well, man. I, I'm really liking the way that he's playing this year. So, um, man, just a lot of heroes on this team right now. Like, you know, you guys touched earlier with Meta BK and and everything. And, you know, just these young guys, man, finally showing what they're made of. So, you know, go Ravens, man. Thank you guys for letting me share. Yep. All right, there's Derek having some fun down there at M&T Bank Stadium. Ravens 38-6. Over the Detroit Lions, but Matt BK, we talk about, all right, what are you going to do with Queen? I mean, you got the fifth-year options to pick up on Bateman and Owe. Now, Broderick Washington already got an extension there, but Matt BK, man, he's playing himself out of Baltimore, not because he sucks, because he's one of the stalwarts of the defense, but financially, there's only so much money you can afford to dole out there, especially on the defensive side of the football. And Bob, if he ends up with like eight sacks or something like that, people are looking for inside guys that can rush the passer. And what is he, 25, 20? I mean, he's still young. Yep. End of his rookie deal. Yeah. So, I mean, he's he's loving life right now. He's on pace for double-digit sacks right now, right? He has five. Still leads the team. Yeah. yeah. So, he's uh, he is wreaking havoc and then some on the interior of that defense for the Ravens. It's news from the Nest video at Haney 105.7. The Let's get to John Harbaugh. Offense was on point. That's an understatement. John Harbaugh, you watched the game, right? Yeah, I mean, the schemes were great. You know, I felt like they did a great job. And Todd, there was credit. Matter of fact, Todd got a game ball with the offensive coaches in there. So oh, nice. uh, that was great. He had a few choice words for the guys, which was fun, as you can imagine. So it was execution, too. I mean, those those plays are great plays, but they were executed well. It starts with the quarterback. I mean, Lamar, in and out of the huddle, executing the way he did. How about the pass protection? I mean, the offensive line deserves a ton of credit right there. That was a really good pass rush team, a power, power rushing team. Wants to knock you back into the quarterback and cage rush the quarterback and Lamar had plenty of time back there. I, I I thought I thought coming into the game, like Harv said, they were a power rush team. They didn't have a lot of sacks. I thought that they would, because of the Ravens offensive line, I thought he would have time to throw the football. And I thought they would have success throwing it, which they did. I mean, it takes time to throw those deep in routes. You know, I mean, because they're running 18 and rolling it to probably like 24, 25. So that takes some time, and yeah, you got to give, you got to give uh, credit where credit's due. And that offensive line, they they did a hell of a job. And I mean, Hutchinson, he he's a day's work now. I mean, because he's relentless, he's spinning, he doesn't ever stop. Yeah, he's a talented. T- 
talented football like player. Him, but the Ravens, one for six in the red zone against Tennessee. Five for six yesterday. John Harbaugh, explain that for us, please. I'm really not into any big overarching themes. You know, I just think you got guys that we, we, they said it afterwards. You know, you go back to work and you, these guys are capable. Our guys, we have playmakers. We have tough guys. We have physical players. We have smart players. We have guys that, like we said, are focused, that work really hard, and we have playmakers. So nobody's surprised. You know, we just want to keep stacking it. Just keep improving and keep stacking it. Yeah, and that's what they need. Just keep stacking those kind of performance. And, you know, can you match that? Probably not. But if you could get three quarters of that, you know, each week, that that's pretty damn good too. But they got playmakers, and their playmakers were making plays. That's what they did yesterday, and that's what they got to continue to do. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fed. We'll come back, count some cash, hopefully buy or sell, and then talk about the sports subjects of this Monday. Vic Carucci, longtime NFL writer, now on NFL Sirius XM, NFL Network Radio. Talk about week seven that wraps up tonight, a game you can hear on the fans, San Francisco at Minnesota. McCaffrey's a go. Samuels after a couple of weeks, and Trent Williams is doubtful. So two of the three banged-up dudes still going to miss time. And then you got... Uh, uh, Kirk Cousins, what, going into yesterday, I think he was tied for the league or led the league in touchdown uh, yeah. passes, but no uh, Jefferson for him, though. No, and defensively, they got uh, Daniil Hunter, who's one of the best sack guys in the league, who people are calling about for a trade. So there's all kinds of things going on. And uh, Oh, yeah, and the Vikings are on three at home, getting seven. You can hear that game on the Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Until the Gold Club opens. Make it rain. Vinny and Haiti. Better grab an umbrella. 105.7 The Fan. Are you buying? Great cash, homie. Or are you selling? I'm not going to buy into that crap. Vinny and Haiti. Sponsored by Window Nation. There's so much to love about the fall, especially the return of Window Nation's best offer of the year. Get two windows free for every two you buy. Plus, pay nothing for two years. Call 866-90NATION or online at windownation.com. 1057 The Fan here on this Victory Monday. Ravens are 5-2 and two after yesterday's win 
overwhelming win against Detroit. We're talking about that. You got everything happening in college football. The baseball playoffs, Game 7 of the American League Championship Series. Got Game 6 National League happening tonight. NBA starts tomorrow. Hockey's already two weeks in to their season. So there's a lot to get into, but let's count some money first by Orsell. Well, Bob, the Dow is down 22. The S&P's up 13. NASDAQ's up 100. DraftKings up $1.05. Under Armour's down $0.06. Cents. Let's start here in baseball with the playoffs. And uh, whether you like them or not, Jose Altuve continues to be one of the best postseason hitters, not just right now, but maybe in baseball history. A home run on Friday gave him 26 in his playoff career, now sitting just three behind Manny Ramirez for the most all-time. It's just a matter of time before he passes Manny because we know the Astros are pretty much in the playoffs every single year at this rate. But let's make it a little bit more difficult here, Bob. Buy or sell, if Houston advances tonight, Altuve will pass Manny with four homers in the World Series. I'm selling that. I don't want to pee on any cornflakes in regards to this conversation, by the way, but... Manny linked to roids, mm-hmm. Altuve linked to Rubbermaids. I mean, there's always some sort of a qualifier with these newer dudes, plus the advanced levels of the playoffs. So, I mean, back in the day, like Mickey Mantle would go right to the World Series. The m- most you could play was seven games. Now you got wild card, you got division, you got championship, then the World Series. But I will sell, to answer your question, that he will pass Manny Ramirez for postseason home runs. But he is a hell of a player. Trash cans aside. What about the buzzer? I mean, that was the whole thing, too. He was wearing, like, the, oh. the accusation that he had something under his shirt. Right. Well, from one like cheating Ultraman. scandal one cheating scandal to another, Michigan, uh, the sign-stealing news has led, a lot of, uh, led to a lot of reactions from fans and media this past week. And who knows what the investigation will actually bring, how much it could be added to the violations Harbaugh's already under the microscope for. But... It does beg the question, why are we still using hand and physical signs at the college level on the sideline to relay calls? Vinny Byersell, college football needs to adopt the NFL's in-helmet communication system. I'll buy that. I'll definitely buy that. And um, probably would be uh, very beneficial, and it would would take out all this stuff. Because everybody's doing it. Mm -hmm. Everybody, Everybody is studying the tapes. You know, that's what they're trying to do. I mean, they get the live copies and, you know, you hear what people are saying and that that's what anything to gain an advantage. That's what they're trying. Just from a developmental standpoint, I mean, wouldn't you want your quarterbacks that are going from college to the NFL to already have that kind of experience? Yeah, I, I mean, mean, anything, anything helps. Mm-hmm. I mean, with, with co- here's the thing with college football, college offenses. You know, I mean, they go up to the line, you know, and then they look over to the side, you know, and then they, because when's the cutoff? You know, college coaches, offensive coaches probably bitch about that because, you know, they're they're showing, sign, you know, these big poster boards and all that other stuff, you know, with 10 seconds to go after they see the defense again. Go back to baseball here. Longtime Cardinals catcher, Yadier Molina, looking to venture into coaching now that his playing career is over. And he's got his eye on his former team in particular. We know Oliver Marmol is returning as manager, but some vacancies could open up on his staff, particularly at bench coach. And apparently Molina has had conversations 
with St. Louis about taking that role or at least another one for the time being. We know catchers, they do make for good coaches, good managers. You see a bunch of them littered throughout baseball. Bruce Bochy. Hyder. Hyder, a former minor league catcher. Uh, But maybe none quite as accomplished as Yadier Molina. Uh, With that being said, Bob, are you buying or selling that he would be a good fit to rejoin his former team so soon after retirement? I'm going to sell it because he's obviously going to be sitting there waiting to take over that spot. Now, they got rid of uh, Schilt a couple years ago. Mike Schilt, I believe his name was, which surprised everyone when they fired him and Marmol got the job. And they've been struggling pretty much, and they had a disastrous season this year. I think Molina's sitting next to this guy as the bench coach. What happens? They start 10-25. and 25. Somebody's getting whacked, and who do you think sliding into that spot? Yadier Molina. That's who. So player favorite. Yeah, I would be like, eh, why don't you go, you know, earn earn a little street cred as a coach or a manager, and then you know we'll bring you back at the uh, appropriate time. I believe Matt Holiday also interviewed for their bench coach job last year and quit. Right, they gave it got to him. It, and he, and then yeah, he, he re- kind of resigned. Out. Well, he's got Jackson in Baltimore, and the other kid, the younger one, is going to be the number one prospect. I think next year. In the draft. The one that somehow looks older than Jackson? Yeah. Looks like he's like <laughs> 27 years old for some reason. All right. How about we close with this one here? The Chiefs, their passing offense, uh, truly been a collective effort this season. Seven players in that offense, already over 100 yards on the year. But besides Travis Kelsey, there's no real superstar. There's nobody that's super consistent for Patrick Mahomes to lean on in crunch time. And I don't think it would really surprise anyone to see this team go on another deep run to the AFC title game or even the Super Bowl, but are they content with how they're made up right now? Vinny Byers sell the Chiefs will make a splash at wide receiver before next week's deadline. I'll sell it. I don't think they have any money. So I don't, I don't think that they'll make a splash. I, Hardman may be their splash. They had him incorporated in yesterday. I mean, their, their biggest thing, their defense is really good this year. You know, and, and that's the best game the offense has had in a long time. At they, least this year. They broke Ola Valdez Scaling out of mothballs yes, yesterday. Yep. But it was all about Kelsey and Mahomes when it was all said and done. As they beat the Chargers, we'll get to the NFL lunch portion coming up in about a half hour or so. We'll talk about this with Vic Carucci as well next. But there's something missing there. The Chargers, the Bills, and all the fun stuff, all this talent, all the money they've spent on some high-leverage dudes, but the wins just aren't translating right now. Why? And Bill Belichick won his 300th game. What does all of this mean for him when it's all said and done? Ravens are 5-2, 38-6 over the Lions. We're talking about that and more. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 
We're here on the fan. Sports on demand. On demand. One oh five seven. The fan. Biddy and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. Victory Monday. Ravens 38-6 over the Lions yesterday. A convincing W. Battle of first place teams. M&T Bank Stadium. Bob Haiti, Vinny Serrato, Nolan McGraw. Other side of the glass here to talk about the seventh week, believe it or not. NFL season, which isn't even over yet as San Francisco's at Minnesota. Gaming and here on The Fan. He's with Sirius XM. NFL Network Radio. Long time. NFL writer, analyst, broadcaster. He's on the WGK Law Guest Hotline. Let's welcome back to the show, Vic Carucci. Vic, good afternoon. Thanks for joining us again here in Baltimore. Bob and Vinny, it's great to be with both of you as always. All right, let's start with old uh, Bill Belichick there. The hoodie got his 300th win (laughs) against Buffalo, and we'll get to the Bills here in a second as well. Started his NFL career. Here in Baltimore as an assistant, low-level one, but an assistant nonetheless for Ted Marchabrota and those sack-pack Colts of days going by. But here he is joining George Hallis and Don Shula as the only to get to 300. He's got multiple Super Bowl championships. However, Vic, in the last couple of years, has, has the reputation been tarnished a little bit with the fact that they're not dominating the, the way that they were during Tom Brady's era there? Well, yeah, it doesn't look like what we expect a Bill Belichick team to look like. It hasn't been the case pretty much since Brady's departure. But, you know, now it raises even more questions when you see a team that had gone through its first six games, averaging 12 points a game, uh, and then maybe more pronounced as a defense that just doesn't look like one you'd expect a Belichick defense to look like. Uh, and it raises that talk. It, it has, has it passed him? Uh, is it time uh, for him to move on and, and for Robert Kraft to move on from him with the Patriots? But uh, lo and behold, I mean, and, and like you said, we'll, we'll talk about it from a Bills perspective too, but let's start with the Patriots perspective. To have that situation where that could have been an embarrassment and many expected it might be uh, the kind of game that would make us start this conversation is it over for Belichick? Um, what he pulled off yesterday by manufacturing a win, uh, primarily with a defense that was down all kinds of key players. They're the leading sacker they had active had one sack. And they pressured, they brought inside pressure, they brought outside pressure. Uh, they brought it in so many different ways. Had Josh Allen on the move, had free runners in his face all day. Uh, it was actually pretty much a miracle that he pulled off what he did, Allen, just to get them uh, competitive. And then to also do the mind games that he did with Mac Jones, who who seemed on the verge of being out as a starter, uh, maybe as soon as, if, if, if not during that game, then certainly in the near future. And he goes ahead and, and leads the, the game-winning drive at the end uh, for a Bills defense that had, even with its injuries, no excuse not to be able to close that game out against a turnover machine that uh, Mac Jones had been. And all of a sudden Jones is the one with the rhythm and and the timing and, and just running that offense efficiently. And you mentioned the Bills, and we brought them up too, Vic. They're four and three. They got Thursday night against Tampa. Now they're hefty favorites, but they've been favored in all of their games this year, but have only won four. So where's the disconnect? What's missing? There's something missing for this talent to only be one game over 500 right now. 
Yeah, there, there's a lot going on there. And, and again, you can't chalk it all up to injuries, even though they are missing some, some very key pieces uh, in the middle of that defense, Matt Milano, and, of course, cornerback Tredavious White. But saying all of that, uh, I, I would still add that it's more about, as you say, a disconnect. And, and start with the offense, actually, that has produced 10 first-half points in the last three games that was on the verge potentially of losing to the Giants on Sunday night football uh, last week. Uh, and, and, but for a final play, um, they, they, and that really was a, was a PI, but it, it, you understood what the DB was doing because keep do anything you can to keep them from scoring a touchdown because game over for Buffalo and Tyrod Taylor nearly led that win, um, which I thought was inexcusable enough. And then to, to find a way to lose yesterday, uh, their second of, of uh, you know, losses in three games where they allegedly were the superior team and haven't played that way. Um, offensively, it's, it feels like uh, the, the O-line and in particular Josh Allen, uh, they just don't, and let's throw Ken Dorsey, the offense coordinator, there have not figured out how to handle uh, the variety of pressures that defensive coordinators are going to bring. Um, Wink Martindale, of course, doing what he did and, and then seeing uh, what Jacksonville was able to do in London as well. Uh, and, and now we saw it with Bel- Belichick, you know, that it, it was it, 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 he's using so many. I mean, he doesn't have the player. You, when you don't have talent, what do you do? You, you, you scheme and, and the scheming worked and it shouldn't have worked that well if you're an accomplished offense. Hey, Vic, when when you look at Deshaun Watson and you watch that game on Sunday, what did you what did you think? Because it seemed like Stefanski, you know, the kid could have come back and it was like, you know what, why don't you just watch a little bit longer? Yeah, I I kind of like the fact that they uh believe that look, they, they saw it as a as first and foremost as a team opportunity not a let's let's force things with Deshaun Watson opportunity with his health being whatever it is. That was uh, such a gutsy. And, and I keep going back to, even though the score doesn't reflect a great defensive effort uh, on either side, but from, from the Browns perspective uh, to hang in there uh, on the road and, and, you know, hang in there on the road and, and then uh, find a way to, Oh, we lost Vic Carucci there. Modern technology, your friend mm-hmm. and your foe. We'll try to get Vic back on the line here, talking about what's going on there. But, uh, you know, some interesting scenarios with Cleveland, a contract that was frowned upon to begin with, now looking maybe the worst in the history of sports right oh, now. Oh, no doubt about it. You know, I mean, all the guaranteed money and everybody was pissed off, but the, you got to give all the other owners credit because they didn't follow suit. Yeah, and that would have really created some interesting scenarios. Let's get Vic back on here on the WGK Logast Hotline. Vic, sorry about that. Modern technology, friend and foe at the same time. <laughs> That's okay. But anyway, yeah, yeah, I was just talking about, I don't know where it dropped, but the character level of of what these players are about and the toughness. And, and I really love, uh, you know, what Jim Schwartz has put together, too. It's not just the, the talent that they have, and, the, and there's a lot of that on defense, obviously, uh, Miles Garrett and company, but it's also a mindset. And this idea that he wants these guys celebrating their success and be demonstrative and encouraging that 
it just tells you a lot about, you know, that, that whole swagger mentality that is more than just boastfulness. They, they actually are applying it in performance. Hey, Vic, how about the AFC North? I mean, at the beginning of the year, we said, yeah, the AFC North is, is the real deal. Then it looked like, eh, not really. But now back again, I mean, what, we got three, four, and two teams, and then Cincinnati has won two in a row, is now three and three. Yeah, it's turning into, I, I thought we, I think what a lot of us thought it would be in, in many ways, uh, for sure. Um, and and look, I, I, so impressive, I got to say this about the Ravens, because mm-hmm. that was a game I, I thought would be tough for them. I, I think I was more leaning in the direction of the Lions, uh, although, you know, the Montgomery injury hurt them badly, and, and we see that. But, you, you know, again, you can't chalk any you know the Ravens certainly would have no sympathy for uh, an opponent with injuries because they've dealt with them too uh but I love the groove that they're finding offensively Lamar Jackson especially um and it made it it was a statement win because we were I think starting to have the conversation how good are the Lions where do they rank amongst the best in the NFC and uh, and then you know seeing what happened last night as well another statement game where the Eagles knock off this this very potent uh, Miami team and make them uh, look, you know, look a lot more ordinary, similar to what they were against Buffalo. And uh, I, I think I think of the day when we talk about the day, uh, as far as teams that are going somewhere with statement type victories, it was Baltimore and it was Philly. Yeah. And then how about Kansas City? I mean, you know, Lamar in the first half and Mahomes in the first half. I mean, two spectacular performances. It was something to behold. And, you know, we're, I, I, again, I think I'm, I should be at a point where why would I ever be surprised about seeing great spectacular things from those two uh, freakish athletes that they are. Uh, and, and for Kansas City's sake, you know, and now that they get, uh, you know, they get, they get Nicole Hardman, they get a, 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 already their fastest player back with them how much more dangerous is that going to make them I, I think it's going to be significant and the other thing that that had to jump out at you about Kansas City is the way their defense played too right they mm-hmm. they did some big shutdown deals uh with pressure and pass rush Steve Spagnuolo uh you know keep keeping that and that's kind of been a constant because the offense hasn't been great uh especially in the red zone and uh it, it looks like they're they're starting to if they if they're starting to hit the stride offensively to go along with that defense again, look out, KC, you know, flying away. Now, Vic, are you expecting anything at the trade deadline? I mean, I you know, the my my uh, instincts tell me yes because of how aggressive teams have been about making the moves now and and finding those you know those individual two or three players that. Uh, that that if you want to be a seller while you're while you know you're you're sort of out of it and you still got some talent, uh, make some moves there. Now you know a lot of that buzz about Devonte Adams seems to have quieted, uh, but you know we'll see. I mean, you lose a game to the Minnesota Vikings who have a, a you know or, excuse me to the uh, Chicago Bears who have a backup quarterback who uh, division two guy and and you know hats off to him, but uh, that's. I think that's a loss that's going to resonate. Adams was complaining before that about winning and not being heavily involved. What's his attitude going to be now um, and, and where they are now as a team? Um, so, they again, the, the claim is that he's going nowhere, but we'll see. 
um, I just would keep an eye on on those you know those struggling clubs and are they gonna are they gonna be sellers for the teams that say are just above 500 or so and think they could make a run uh, but need a, a missing piece or two. He's Vic Carucci, Sirius XM NFL Network Radio. Vic, always appreciate the time. Enjoy Monday Night Football tonight. Uh, we got what, San Francisco at Minnesota. Minnesota, Minnesota looking for the first yeah. home win of the season. Vic, we'll talk to you down the road here. Thanks, Vic. Guys, take care. Yep. All right, Vic Carucci, everybody. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7. The Fed will come back, reset for you. Got NFL lunch coming up at 1 o'clock. Do a little chin music at 1.15. Two playoff games tonight as the Game 7. What's better than a Game 7 in any sport? Yeah, it's Game nothing. 7, baby. As the American League, we'll get into the home and road records for the Astros, which is incredible, which has led us to where we are today. And then the Phillies are looking to close out the Diamondbacks Game 6 up north here as well. And then we'll look at our picks. And uh, let's just say, uh, well, you know, stay tuned for that. Their experience in sports varies. Of course, uh, Vinny's got uh, experience in the NFL, and I sucked at uh, electric football. Vinny and Haney, 1057 Fan. Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan, here on this Victory Monday. Ravens 5 2 after a 38 6 demolition of the Detroit Lions yesterday at M&T Bank Stadium. John Harbaugh is going to meet with the media later on this afternoon, and we're going to hear from him. Tomorrow, when we reconvene for Turn It Up Tuesday, but getting back to Lamar Jackson, talking about the W. By the way, you want to get in, you can. 410-583-1057. Lamar Jackson was brilliant in the victory, and he talks about, you know, getting that win, coming back home for the first time in almost a month. When we're doing what we're supposed to do, like I always say, the sky's the limit for us, and we just showed a glimpse today, I believe. A glimpse? If there's any more to this offense, watch out NFL, right? Yeah, no doubt about it. That was that was a hell of a state, you know, from start to finish. They just and the thing that I liked was they kept attacking. That's what I like. You know, they got up twenty one. It was like, no, we're gonna we're gonna keep rocking and rolling, and they did. I, you know, they were put the pedal to the metal. You know, once they got to thirty five. Then they kind of backed off, but otherwise it was it was it was on. And I know you'll start watching the film tomorrow, and we'll get into the film study on Wednesday. But how surprised were you? They had all those free runners, the Ravens against that secondary. Yeah, I mean, you know that was that was that was that was that was, sh- uh, that was shocking. I, I mean, Mike McDonald does a hell of a job. He must be really smart. You know, he's they they study um, protections and stuff. You know, and and how they can get guys you know, to come free. Um, but he he had his defensive guys very well prepared, yeah. probably more prepared. People are going to watch to see what the Ravens did. Yeah, five sacks for the Ravens yesterday, eight quarterback hits as uh, Jared Goff, and you brought it up last week. You know, don't let him get comfortable. And he was, for 60 minutes yesterday, yeah, Jared was. Goff was anything but comfortable playing football against that defense. Yeah, he was he was on his heels the whole time. You know, and and you know what, Bob? They, I, for as smart as he is, he was confused. He was confused, and I thought that was the advantage that they had. He didn't know where they were coming from, and then he had to hold the ball a little bit longer because the guys were doing a good job in coverage, also. Which you know he's got to hold it. His his mobility, Bob. He had less mobility than I thought. 
33 of 53 was golf for 294 yards, or 84, I should say. A lot of it was in garbage time. We talked about the stats in the first half. It was one-sided, big-time favor of Baltimore. Quarterback rating was under 70 for a guy that came into the game with a quarterback rating of 105-plus. Yeah, they sacked just, five times, as we said. It had been sacked ten times in the previous six games combined. Yeah, they disrupted his rhythm totally. And and then he was he was off. And then I think the win affected him. Because, Bob, when you look at it, they play indoors. He's from California. And they played at Kansas City in early September. And they played in Tampa most recently. So they haven't had any bad, you know, inclement weather. So they had to win. Seemed like he struggled a little bit with the wind. As it was uh, an impressive win, no doubt about it. The Ravens uh, maintained their spot on top of the AFC North. Lamar saying, hey, it's a nice win, but, you know, granted, it's still the regular season. I believe when you're playing regular season games, you should be okay, you know, with winning. I'm all right with winning, but the regular season, you know, and we made strides for improvement from last week and early on in the season, I believe we did, but it's just one regular season game. Yeah, they're not handing out trophies based on what you did yesterday. Maybe you'll get player of the week or something like that. Yeah, but it, it's it's still going to – they just need to keep – to me, they just need to keep getting better and better and more consistent and more consistent. You know, you don't even need to be talking about the playoffs. That's still a long ways away, and they need to work about on consistency the first thing. Right, but as we all know, you need to win as many regular season no. games as you can – to even get to the postseason, we talked about this. If you're just tuning in, video at 81057, the fair Ravens 5 and 2. The fact that the Ravens won the coin toss and took the ball. What about that, Lamar? I wasn't expecting because all season, I don't believe we won a coin toss. And I said this last week when we played Tennessee on the sideline. I'm like, we haven't won a coin toss and we begin the ball first every game, you know. But when we won, I was expecting the defense to go out there. And then Snoop told me, yeah, we, we out there first. I was cool with it, but we just had to be focused. And that's what we did today. We was a lot focused, a lot sharp, I believe, but we just need to keep doing it. Well, they've been that way for – their first drives have been pretty damn good and pretty focused. Now, um, yesterday, they were getting chunk plays down the field. I mean, it was – and their defense wasn't tackling, wasn't blocking, you know, so – that first drive was impressive. In the first quarter this season, the Ravens counting yesterday, they've outscored the opposition 55-6. to six. Maybe this could be a change in philosophy for John Harbaugh if the Ravens start winning some of these coin tosses here. You would think. I mean, they, they read up on the analytics and stuff, and analytically, they're – they come out of the they came out of the shoot ready. And whether it's the first 15 plays or what, you know, Bob, because maybe you work on those more. That's why you're you're ready with those plays. But they've been their first 15, they've been on. And we talked about this earlier as well. And Lamar Jackson giving praise to an offensive line that played like an elite offensive line. Detroit got a great defensive line. I believe our offense just blocked their tail off. Moe, Ty, you know, John, Zeitler, Ronnie, those guys just blocked their tail off. With, with the timing I had, I just had to get my receivers tight end, running back, fullback, the ball, you know, in a great location. The sky's the limit for our offense. We just need to keep doing it. I, I would say that, you know, when you play against Hutchinson, that's a day's work, you know, because he's relentless. He's never going to stop on his rushes. He's going to spin, do all that. 
And I thought the O-line, they competed their butts off. They kept their feet moving and, and kept him clean. When we come back, NFL lunch, we're going to hear from Dan Campbell. We're going to hear from John Harbaugh, Mark Andrews, Roquan Smith. Talking about the Ravens win yesterday. Got some chin music coming your way around 115. We look forward to the two playoff games, which are happening starting at 5.07 tonight, or this afternoon, I should say. You can hear them both, the ALCS and the NLCS, on our sister station, BetQL 1300, the bet that is. And then we got Monday Night Football. It is San Francisco. They're at Minnesota. The Vikings are winless at home. Minnesota, or the Vikings, rather, or excuse me, San Francisco's banged up going into this game against Kirk Cousins, who's one of the top touchdown pass producers so far far this year but no uh Justin Jefferson does that mean no hope against a 49ers defense that's looking I'm sure they're going to be a little agitated after what happened to them last week against Cleveland this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from Progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 